Welcome to episode 29 of A Little Nerd Music, entitled, We Were On A Break! I'm Kelly. I'm Christina. And I hope I did that justice, Christina. <laughs> I, I had to clench my mouth shut to stop from laughing. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, before we get into our main discussion, let's get to some fandom news. Um... So, first and foremost, congratulations to Nikki Reed and Ian Summerhalder on their marriage. Yay! And also for breaking girl code. Good job, guys. And casting news, um, the ABC family show Shadow Hunters that's coming next season about the Mortal Instruments books um, have cast three of their main characters. Dominic Sherwood will be playing Jace. Uh, and then two new Actors Alberto Rosendi will be playing Simon, and Emerald Tubia will be playing Isabel. And um, yeah, I think it should be interesting that they're casting like totally new people, like totally unknowns. I think that's kind of cool. What channel is this gonna be on again? ABC Family. Oh, okay. It has a shot then. Those shows kind of last a while. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, let's talk about these Spider-Man rumors that are, casting rumors that are surfacing. Okay, after all the previous definitive casting rumors we've had about Spider-Man, they've kind of lost their impact. Yeah. Um, so the newest one, if you guys haven't read our Fandom Friday today, is that Asa Butterfield from Ender's Game um, may be the new Spider-Man. Who a lot of people in fandom will know as playing the young Mordred on Merlin. Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't see Ender's Game, but I heard it was awful. (laughs) (laughs) He's a good actor, though. He's an up and comer. Okay, cool. And I don't. I don't want the really young route that they're going. But if that's something that they have to do, then I approve of him. Okay, but it won't make sense to me because I mean, unless they're totally starting all over again. No, they are. You, di- oh. you didn't know this? That they want a complete reboot. That's why they fired Andrew. This is so dumb. Like, they've done this twice now where they're like, we're going to release a bunch of movies. And they're like, no, we don't like it. The, the, <laughs> Sony's messed up Spider-Man so much. I know. I mean, I just don't like it. I think it's dumb. I thought Sally Field and um, that other guy. Martin Sheen? <laughs> Martin Sheen. <laughs> were really cute as uh, Aunt May and Uncle Ben. I still think that they should have gone with the route where they kept Andrew Garfield and then get rid of him and bring in Miles Morales instead of yet another Peter Parker. Yeah, that's true. That would be cool. I would have approved of that. Like, shake things up a little bit, maybe a little different. Yeah. Uh, Nothing is as bad as Tobey Maguire. I'm sorry. That was awful. (laughs) For those of you who like Tobey Maguire, I'm sorry. I really didn't like him as Spider-Man. I like Tobey Maguire. I don't like Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. I don't think I've seen very many other Tobey Maguire movies. Mm-hmm. But I really didn't like it as <laughs> Although James Franco was cute. But, like, even when I watch those old ones, I just, like, cringe. Yeah. Seriously. It's so, like, 
I remember seeing the first one, and I'm like, it felt like all the colors are really bright, and it looks like a comic book. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, like, feel real to me. <laughs> um, yeah. So should we get into some movie news? Sure. So the biggest movie news for us, and we know that this happened, um, the newest Star Wars teaser trailer premiered, but um, we will be getting to that in a different episode. So we will definitely be breaking down all the cool stuff about that teaser trailer. And until then, you guys can check it out on our website and watch it over and over and over again because it's awesome. (laughs) Especially Um, the very end. Oh, my God. I freaked out. People in our theater, when they played it, were literally like, (gasps) Seriously, I was at work watching it and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) Um... So we've gotten to see a lot of the newbies from X-Men Apocalypse. Um, they've released photos of Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones as uh, Jean Grey and Cody Smith McPhee as Nightcrawler. And they're both, they're both really cool, I think. But um, they also released a photo of um, Lana Condor as Jubilee. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Is it cool? Yeah. I, I don't... It was her and um, Sophie Turner. But, like, they look adorable in their bright-colored 1980s-ness. Nice. I wonder if they're going to let Sophie Turner have a British accent, though. Who knows? Probably not. Um, what is this note that you put in movie news, Christina? <laughs> because everybody was talking about the glimpse of the Red Room in, like, Fifty Shades Darker or whatever. And then the Red Room is where the like Black Widow Training Academy was. So it means very different things depending on which fandom you're in at the moment. Ah. Interesting. I was just laughing. I mean, really, I would not want to be in either of those Red Rooms. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this week was also... Was it this week? Was the White House Correspondents Dinner? This week that we're recording. The previous yes. week for when you people are listening to it. That's true. Um, and Cecily Strong spoke at the event. What did you think, Christina? I enjoyed a few of her zingers. Yeah. Some of her, <laughs> some of her jokes, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> like when but she they're... told the president that his hair had turned so white that now it can talk back to the police. <laughs> uh, I like some of the, like, feminist jokes you made. Like, pro-women, because I thought those were, like, for all the, like, stuffy shirt old men in the crowd. The best was when she was like, I'm not going to tell you how to do, you know, your politicking. That'd be like you telling me as a woman what to do with my body. That's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I mean, Cecily Strong, I think we've, sp- we've talked about her in other episodes, but I feel like SNL kind of wanted to pretend like she never happened. Which sucks, because she, she's good. She is good. I do like her, and I think she's funny. Um... But also, yeah. did you see um, Luther the Anger Translator? No. Oh, my God. Okay. So, in the president's section of the speech. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. have you ever seen um, Key and Peele on Comedy Central? Only, like, a handful of times. Well, they have this skit where they have, like, one guy playing the president and the other guy plays Luther, his anger translator, who, like, translates what he's saying to, like, his angry voice. Ah. So the president actually brought him out and he did the anger translation for the president's speech. That's awesome. Until 
um, the president started getting pissed off at like House Republicans and stuff and started going off. And then the guy's like, whoa, whoa, you don't need an anger translator, dude. You need therapy. Nice. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I, I like that the president has like a pretty good sense of humor about all of that, too. Especially like, never... now since he's coming to like the end of his last term. He's just like, eh. Yeah, but we've never really had a president that's like, okay, you can make fun of me and I, I'll take it. I'll just roll with the punches, you know? Yeah. And I, I like that about it. Um, so we should be hearing a final decision on Agent Carter in the coming weeks. Um, I hope it gets renewed so much. I think it probably will, actually. Um, and we all got to see lovely Haley Atwell in Avengers Age Ultron. I love her. we'll get to later. She's so pretty. Um, so apparently they're doing a Roots remake? Why? I don't know. For those of you who don't know what Roots is, um, it's like a high school history class staple, and it's terrible. And it's, it's like this mini-series it, about slavery. It's the most significant mini-series in the history of television. That is true. And it's an incredible feat of filmmaking. But I don't want to watch it again. It's like Schindler's List, though. It's something that you need to watch at some point. Yeah, but I would never, like, want to remake Shimmer's List, you know? I know. That's why they shouldn't remake Roots. At the time, it was, had the highest um, viewership of anything in, like, the history of television. What decade was it made in? I want to say the 80s, because it was Young LeVar Burton. Oh, okay. I'm looking it up. Okay, the book was 1976. So it's got to be the 80s, yeah. 1988. Oh, wait, no. That's the third series. There's apparently three different ones. Oh, oh okay. it first aired in 1977, so we were close. Oh, okay, interesting. But the thing is, it's based on a book that someone wrote that's like historical fiction based on his own family. Right. Yeah, I know that. I'm telling our listeners. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, the younger people in the crowd may not know. That's true. For those of you who are still in high school or younger, <laughs> you might not know about Roots yet. And it's um interesting looking back at some of the cast in Roots. Like, um, there is a relatively famous football player from the time who guest starred named O.J. Simpson. What? Oh, that's right! <laughs> yeah, he's not famous for football anymore. <laughs> um, and I think Maya Angelou's in it. Mm-hmm. And um, Cecily Tyson. Oh, interesting. I mean, it's a, it was a pretty all-star cast for the time period. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so did you watch all of Daredevil? Did you see that? I watched most of it. I haven't had time to watch the last couple yet. Well, Christina watched it, and I tried to watch it over our hiatus. I didn't like it. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try it the second episode. I only watched the first episode, and it was not my thing. And if you watch very closely in one episode, you can see a reference to Spider-Man. So he's slowly nice. creeping into the universe. Yay! That's cool. I like that they have like little references to everything in other movies, you know. And they have a picture on the wall of like a police captain or something, and it's Stanley. <laughs> nice. Because you can't awesome. do Marvel without a Stanley cameo. No, you cannot. Um, so, they premiered the trailer for the Disney Channel original movie, The Descendants. Yeah, what was that? About the villain, Disney villain's children. 
Oh my gosh. Is it just it me looks- or did like the costumes and makeup look not not good? It's so stupid that it's hilarious. Like I was cracking up watching it. Oh. Just because I'm like, what? What are you doing? I think it, the thing that made me laugh the most was that Cruella Deville had a son named Carlos. <laughs> I was like, why would Cruella Deville, who lives in London, name her child Carlos? <laughs> I do love me some Kathy Najimy though. Wait, who is she? She's the evil queen. Oh, I didn't even recognize her. That's funny. I, I do like her. She's awesome in Hocus Pocus and Sister Act. <laughs> um, so, on the, uh, in the ongoing saga of Nina Dobrev leaving the Vampire Diaries in the next three episodes, um, Elena took the cure for, to vamp- vampirism on this week's The Vampire Diaries, and um, we can pretty much guarantee that that's why she's leaving now, is because... She's human, and she can't stay in a town full of vampires that are trying to kill her when you're human. But, um, it should be interesting. I'm still, like, really interested to see what they're going to do when she's gone. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. I'm sure, like, I don't know. It's either going to be awesome, or it's going to be terrible, and it's going to be canceled. And I'm kind of scared about that. <laughs> um, and originally, Damon, Ian Summerhalder, said he was going to take the cure with her. And, um... But he's signed on for season seven, so we think that he probably will not be doing Peggy this year. How awkward. <laughs> for other reasons, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. She's like, get me the heck out of here. <laughs> I actually don't blame her. I know, right? Okay, so... Oh, also, I didn't put this into our notes, but there was this season finale of Vikings while we were on oh, hiatus. Yeah. Uh-huh. It... Was cray cray, and if anyone wants to leave a message for us and fangirl with me about it, I will not say it because there were so many plot twists and spoilers towards the end. But it was intense. Do you want to say any more about it? You can. Um, certain storylines get resolved while some blast their way open. Like <laughs> this is all very very vague. Yes. But if you saw it, you will know the joke I made. Ah. I don't. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yelled a lot at my TV because I kept getting startled by stuff that was happening. You yell a lot at your TV in general. I do. I do. <laughs> um, so let's get into some bigger TV discussions. Like that interview that everyone's talking about. I watched it. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the uh, ABC News interview with Bruce Jenner. Okay, so I was recording it and I was planning to watch it later, but then I was an idiot and made the mistake of watching Criminal Minds and then a crime reality show back-to-back alone in my apartment at night. Nice. So I was like, I need to watch something that won't terrify me and keep me awake, so I watched the interview. Ah, and what did you think? It was interesting it was moving at times and diane sawyer did a really good job i think framing those two hours so that it was something bigger than a reality show star talking about themselves yeah and that's what i i was impressed with yeah i agree with that um i watched maybe half of it (laughs) but i mean it, it was interesting i thought it was an interesting subject matter and to find out like 
you know, I think right off the bat, he said, people think I'm doing this for attention. I'm not, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's real for him, and mm-hmm. that's important to be able to be who you are, who you want to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's good that they aired it, I think. Mm-hmm. Because it gives other, you know, if people are watching it with their families, you can talk to them about transgender and, you know. And I do like how he himself called out, like, even in the social consciousness and awareness of people who are transgender in this country, that if he can bring positive attention to the real issues besides, you know, Bruce Jenner. Like, he was talking about the suicide rate amongst young people and the homeless rate amongst transgender people of color and crime and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, those are the important things. So just if me being open and honest with you can create a dialogue about those things, then I've done the right thing. Yeah. Good for him. It can't be easy, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially being such a public figure. I love the story he told about Kanye, though. Uh, I didn't get to that part. Oh. Well, later in the interview, he was talking about how at first Kim was having a little bit of a hard time with it. And then she came around because she had a talk with Kanye, who Uh told her, like, I can be married to the most beautiful woman in the world. I can have the best kid in the world. But if I can't be me, then nothing matters. Wow. Yeah. And he's like, that's how you need to look about at it with Bruce. And it was like, oh, Wow, some rare deep thoughts with Kanye. That was kind of Diane Sawyer's reaction too. I know, right? Everyone just sort of just thinks of him as sort of a d bag, and yeah, like Diane Sawyer was literally like Kanye. Yeah, interesting. I had heard that though, because I watched it mm-hmm. like quite a bit after it aired, so I'd already pretty much read about it, and that's why I stopped watching it because I was like, I feel like I already know what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. It it makes it like because honestly, I thought it was just a rumor, and it's interesting to hear it, you know, from him. Mm-hmm. Um. So the other big thing that happened on TV that took over the internet <laughs> was um a little a little departure on Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> the death of of McDreamy. So I heard this. So tell me if this is true, because I don't watch Grey's Anatomy at all. Yeah. But what I heard is that they had written the script where he survived and then Patrick Dempsey had been pissing Shonda Rhimes off so much that she just flipped it and killed him. I don't know that that's true, but I've also heard that. Okay. <laughs> the stupid thing is he died like in such a dumb, dumb way. Like no doctor would ever do that because they're a smart human being. <laughs> like, okay, so what happened was he saved all these people in a car accident, right? Mm-hmm. Like there was this really bad car accident. He saved, like, all these people's lives. And then he's leaving the car accident scene, mm-hmm. and he stops his car horizontally on a road to, like, put his seatbelt on, uh-huh. and then this huge semi hits his car. And I'm like, why would you stop your car horizontally on any road? That's really stupid. Uh. It's just, like, so dumb. Like, no one talked about how dumb it was. Because I knew he was going to die, and I was like, this doesn't seem like he's going to die, because he's like, he wasn't hurt, he was helping everybody, you know, he was fine. And then all of a sudden he was like, gone. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I hear there's already a petition to bring him back, but he's definitely dead, so I don't know how they're going to do that. Well, they've had dead people on the show before. 
That's true. But they want, like, I think people want to bring him back, like, for good, not, like, as a vision. It was all a dream. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then last night they aired the first ep- the first episode since he died. And, um, it was interesting. It was a two hour special, like saying goodbye to McDreamy. And, it, you know, it kind of deals with Meredith having to tell her kids. Oh, they have kids? Really, yeah, they have three kids. Wow. Well, okay, so she has two, and then in the, in the episode she finds out she's pregnant. Oh. And the whole episode spans a whole entire year. Oh. So she has the baby. And then it deals with his sister, like, she she's a drug addict, or a recovered drug addict, mm-hmm. and when she finds out that he dies, you know, she wants to relapse, and mm-hmm. it's really sad. Oh. But it's interesting, because the sister's husband died, too, and she was telling Meredith, like, a few episodes before, she's like, you don't know what it's like to stand over your husband's body, and there's the one person that you thought you'd have for the rest of your life. Now she I does. I know, it's so sad. I can't believe they killed McDreamy of all people. That's insane. Um, so yeah, if you guys watch Crazy Anatomy, let us know what you thought. Um, I still think it's so stupid. Um, yeah, so let us know what you think. Um, should we get into obsessions, Christina? Sure. Alright, you go first. I like yours. Oh, mine is The Late Late Show with James Corden. Love. Did you see the episode where he did it live from some random guy's house? No. He literally went outside and started knocking on doors near the studio. And he's like, can I record in your house? Can I record in your house? And they did the show live from this guy's house. That's awesome. And like they literally brought in guests and everything. It was hilarious. It's so funny. They had one of the guests was you know like the animal expert coming in with like a baby kangaroo and all this stuff. This guy's probably like, "What the f did I just say yes to?" But it was funny because they had Beck on as a musical guest, and apparently the guy was a big Beck fan. So as like Beck's coming in, the guy's like, "Can you sign one of my albums?" That's awesome. <laughs> That'd be so sweet. Mm-hmm. My only problem is someone did that, I'd be like, my house is kind of a mess. <laughs> well, the first people he asked said no. Well, yeah, I figured as much. <laughs> but he's That's like awesome. running around trying to find a house, and he's like, this is a terrible idea, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the one where he was like trying to find blind dates? No, I haven't watched it for yet. people? And he's like, because he goes around um, the promenade in, in LA, and <laughs> he's like, are you single? Can I help you find someone? And they're like, no. <laughs> and th- there was one person he went up to and he's like, are you single? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, are you looking for a boyfriend? She's like, um, not exactly. <laughs> she's like, I have a girlfriend. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I did hear a rumor that apparently One Direction agreed to perform for free. Really? I hadn't heard that yet. Because, you know, they're besties. Of course they are. Because they're British. Well, he wrote the the music video for best song ever. Oh, he did. Yeah, and he's he actually is like besties with Harry. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. They kissed on TV. Nice. Good job, Harry. Um, yeah, that's a good obsession. I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like his game where he takes someone's cell phone and has to guess who it belongs to. Yes. That one and whether or not something's an app. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. He's just so charming. 
Yeah, he really is. I think he's doing really well, too, in ratings and stuff. And I don't know if you saw last night, but he did a duet of um, the Dirty Dancing song with Adina Menzel. No, I haven't yet. That's awesome. I will watch it. If you watch one thing from the show, though, watch when he carpooled with Jennifer Hudson. I, I did see that. That was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I only watch, like, the clips on YouTube. But... Yeah. It's all too late for me. I can't stay up that late. I don't know. Me either. And I keep forgetting to record it. Well, it's on um, demand if you ever want. Oh, you don't have on demand because you don't have Comcast. Never mind. I mean, I have on demand. I probably have that on demand. Probably. But I have Hulu. Um, so I was trying not to use the same um obsession I had last episode. Okay, which what? What is yours? Which was younger. Oh, okay. But I'm still really obsessed with that. But anyway, <laughs> my other obsession is the new main album, American Candy. Really shocker. I would never have guessed, Kelly. This is completely out of the field. I know, right? I mean, you haven't put anything about it on the website or anything. Nope, nothing at all. Not a single thing. But I'm so, it's so good that it just makes me happy that their, their last few albums were kind of, oh. so I'm just really glad that it's back to being like normal, awesome main music. And if you guys haven't already gotten annoyed with me posting so much about it on the website, continue to listen to it because it's awesome. If I tell you something, will you promise not to hate me? What? You don't like it? No, I haven't listened to any of it. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I don't hate you for that. I I haven't listened to any of your Music Mondays. That's okay. I haven't listened to yours. I listened to the The Century song you posted. I like that one. Yeah, I do too. That song, though, I, I, I was listening to it, and I'm like, I wonder if as he was recording it, he was like, I probably shouldn't have made it this high. <laughs> Because I know, like, Ryan Tedder said that about All the Right Moves. <laughs> like, after I wrote it, then I had to sing it live. I was like, I shouldn't have made it that high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, though. On a side note, did you see Jeremy Renner on Jimmy Fallon? I did not watch it yet, but I put I put it in um, Fandom Friday. Where he did his Ed Sheeran imitation? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I put it in Fandom Friday. Okay. I just haven't watched it yet. Oh, my God. It's amazing. I want to see it, definitely. Um, okay, so, shall we get into our main discussion? Sure. I know you're excited, Christina. I only saw it a couple of hours ago. I'm still on my vague marble high. So our main discussion is all about the new movie, Avengers Age of Ultron. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> so be- before we get into that, let's talk about some of the trailers that came before it. Okay. Um... I was really mad that we didn't get Star Wars. I, like, can't believe it. That was, like, 40% of why I was there. (laughs) It looks really cool on the big screen. Oh, shut up. (laughs) I'm so excited. I wanted to see it so bad. And I was telling Christina that my friend was, like, because we missed one Mm -hmm. um, trailer, and he was like, if that was Star Wars, I'm blaming you. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I forgot how intense that Star Wars music is over, like, movie theater speakers. So good. I love it. I'm so excited for December. I don't think you guys understand how how much of a Star Wars nerd I am. <laughs> um, And then, you got San Andreas, right? I did. 
I want to see that movie so bad. It's terrifying watching AT&T Park and, like, implode on the big screen. Whatever. It's a disaster movie. I'm so stoked. I don't know if I'll be able to see it. Why? Because it'll make you sad? No, it's, like, giving me anxiety watching it. That's not really going to happen. Y- you don't know that. It's not going to decimate California like that, though. You say that. I just, I really, really, really don't think so. But it, it's so cool, and Colton's in it. The Rock. <laughs> I do love The Rock. And Alex D'Addario. Who's his daughter, somehow? His stepdaughter. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Her, um, her mom is Carla Gugino. Yeah, I saw Gino. that. Whatever her, however you say her last name. <laughs> Um, and then I, we got Fantastic Four, which I think you did too, right? I did. I have a mild nerd crush on Miles Teller now. I have already had crushes on Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Bell, so I was just like, hmm, pretty. (laughs) Jamie Bell, the last thing I saw him in was Jumper. (laughs) I watched, um, the TV, a TV show he's on the lead on right now, so I've been seeing him more than you. Oh, what show? Turn. Oh, I've heard of it. It's um about the uh, Revolutionary War spy ring. Oh! My brother-in-law's been watching it on my Netflix account. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it on my Netflix account, and I'm like, I'm not watching that. But that's, I was like, is that your Revolutionary War thing? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um... And then we got Ant-Man, which, I'm sorry, I don't know if I can see that. It looks awesome. It looks so dumb. But it looks, like, so hilarious, and it's, like, self-aware that it's ridiculous. That's why I love it. I just, I love Paul Rudd on Friends so much that I I try not to see him on other stuff because I want him to be Mike forever. (laughs) And Ant-Man will be the only of the recent Marvel movies to take place in California. That's true. It takes place in San Francisco. Yes, it does. And somehow Haley Atwell, isn't it? Interesting. Probably in like a flashback or something, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, T.I., isn't it? T.I. is in T.I. the rapper T.I.? Yes. <laughs> nice. And I heard a rumor somewhere that Anthony Mackie was. I've heard that too. So possibly he has like a cameo in it. Anthony Mackie just needs to be in all the Marvel movies, let's be honest. Anthony Mackie needs to have his own Marvel movie. Yes. Can we just have, like, one Marvel movie for just the sidekicks? <laughs> just call it the sidekicks? Yes. <laughs> no, they should just do one um, with Anthony Mackie and Don Cheadle. The sidekicks of color. <laughs> <laughs> sidekicks of awesome who can fly. They are awesome. I love both of them. Right? Um, speaking of which... <laughs> Why don't we get into your first discussion point, Christina? You go ahead. Okay. So, I don't know about all you people, but when I sit there and I, like, see, like, all the Avengers lined up being, like, super awesome and stuff, I just look at them and I think, wow, that's a lot of white guys. Yeah, there's not a single person of color in the the entire Avengers. Nope. (laughs) We got someone who was purple first. We did? Vision. You call that purple? He's purplish. He's red. It's like burgundy. It's I think that's red, but okay. It's purple red. Don't turn this into the dress thing. Okay, whatever. He's a weird color. Yes. <laughs> a color that's not normally seen on human skin. Exactly. Unless you live in the world of Doug. 
Um, yeah, that's probably true. But I mean, like, the current Avengers in the comics, I think there's only one white guy. Really? That's awesome. Because, I mean, um, Sam Wilson is Captain America now. Who's Sam Wilson? Falcon. Anthony Mackie. Oh, that's his name? Yeah, Sam Wilson. Okay. He's the current Captain America. Um, Thor is a woman now. Nice. Um, Vision, isn't it? Spider-Man is Miles Morales. Nice. Um, I think... I think Scarlet Witch, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And then I can't remember who the... Oh, there's the rumor is that Pepper Potts is going to be the new Iron Man. What? Mm-hmm. Pepper Potts is a lot more awesome in the comics, I have to say. Iron Woman, which makes it even cooler. <laughs> I... Interesting. Oh, Captain That's Marvel pretty- is... um. A woman? Yeah, but she's um, a woman of color. She's Muslim. Wow. That's really cool. You should do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure if they did that, they'd whitewash it anyway, so. Well, Captain Marvel's going to be in the movies now. Yeah, but. You but don't they're know probably going to do Carol Danvers. Okay. She's, um. blonde. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that's really interesting. I wish I read comic books so I could see it. They just released the, um, cover with, like, the new lineup, and it was, like, epic. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the movie. Okay, where would you like to begin? I don't know. Where would you like to begin? How about we talk about Mjolnir? Mjolnir. We'll start with something light and funny. That was awesome, that scene. That was obviously the scene that they played at Comic-Con last year. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious. <laughs> I just like the way Thor's face goes when Steve is able to wiggle the hammer a little bit. And he's like... <gasps> <laughs> he looks like mildly threatened for a second. <laughs> but then the payoff later in the movie is just so amazing. Yeah. I, I think... In this movie, I feel like all the Avengers had their, like, little time to shine, and, the, like, the characters themselves became more interesting. We need... The post-credits sequence should have been with Steve and Tony just trying to see if they could get an elevator to go up and down with the hammer. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> then, technically, the elevator would be the ruler of Asgard. <laughs> Isn't that what Steve said? I think no, that was, um, Tony. Um... Uh, He's like, so if I lift this, am I now ruler of Asgard? And Thor's like, yes, of course. <laughs> I like when um, when Tony and Rhodey were both using the Iron Man hand to try and pick it up, and they still couldn't do it. It's <laughs> like, represent, man. That was awesome. I I think that party in general was really fun because like you just get to see them hang out and mm-hmm. have fun. Um. Okay, so I want to know more about this Asian lady. Oh, Dr. Cho? Yeah. I read a bunch of... I accidentally read spoilers beforehand saying that she died, and she definitely did not. No, she definitely did not. Because she was definitely there walking around at the new Avengers complex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was. That was weird. I thought she died because he definitely looked like he killed her. Mm-hmm. And then... But then when Steve was there, it looked like it was just a shoulder wound. 
whatever. They can do whatever they want, I guess. <laughs> um, I, I don't know about you, but watching the movie, I felt like there were a lot of things that got left on the cutting room floor. What do you mean? Like what? Like, I just, there was, watching it, I felt like things were missing that didn't quite flow as well as they might have. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Probably. I think for me, so when I saw it, I was sitting so close to the to the screen that, like, I just, half the time I was just like, I don't know what's happening. It's just a lot of colors coming at me. <laughs> Like, I was trying to listen to what they were saying because I couldn't really look at it because I was that close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, our our movie theater here now does assigned seating. And that sucks. I don't like that. Really? Yeah. Hmm. But it's in, like, those, like, fancy recliner chairs. Interesting. Yeah. When we when we got in the theater, my, my brother-in-law, we were all sitting down. He was like, hey, Cal, where are we flying to? <laughs> and I'm like, it's a surprise. <laughs> surprise, um, you're flying to Asgard. I wish. <laughs> we did go a lot of places in that movie, though. That was one thing that was kind of cool. It was a little more global. Yeah. And tied right into the last episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. Okay, I won't say anything. But yes, they tie in directly. Oh, cool. I kind of figured as much because there was some stuff where I'm like, I bet that's what they talk about. And there was definitely um, one person at the beginning of the movie who was in the last episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Trying to think of it. <laughs> in the first scene of the movie. Not the first scene, one of the early scenes. Kobe? <laughs> oh, I forgot about her. <laughs> no? Who was it? Um, one... The you know Strucker, he was talking with another scientist from Hydra. Yeah. He was in the um Agents of Shield episode. Strucker was? No, the other guy. Oh. At first I thought they were saying Striker and I was like, So now that guy's in here too? <laughs> Baron <laughs> and I'm like, this is so confusing. <laughs> Baron von Strucker. Yeah. I like when he leads them in the whole like rah rah speech and turns around, he's like, So I'm gonna surrender. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the twins can fend for themselves. <laughs> I would just like to say, I don't know anything about the Maximoff twins, and I thought they were awesome. I like them. I know everyone is saying that they like the other Quicksilver more, but I really like Darren Taylor Johnson. I really liked him. A lot. And I'm pissed. You know pissed that he's going to come back, though. He better. I mean, they went on this whole thing about how he has regenerative tissue properties. Oh, he does? Yeah. But they, like, took the body. Oh, yeah, they took the body. Mm-hmm. I hope he comes back. Also, we all dressed up last night when we saw it, and I was dressed like Scarlet Witch. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty simple costume. <laughs> um, I loved them. I was so mad that they killed them. And I like, I really liked that, like, pep talk that Jeremy Renner gave um, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. That was cool. And then he's just like, good talk, and ran off. <laughs> Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about um, Jeremy Renner's character. Can I just say that throughout the whole movie, you could tell Jeremy Renner was having fun? I know, right? He's like, yeah, I'm not just running around mind controlled this time. Yeah. But they still had that in there. That was interesting. Mm hmm. Brought that back from the other movie. Um, okay, so 
Were we supposed to know that Hawkeye had a family? I don't think they knew. I think they needed a reason why Jeremy Renner wasn't in all the other movies in between Avengers and now. Oh, I see. And every time I looked at Linda Cardellini, I was like, hey, she's illegally blonde. <laughs> I was thinking freaks and geeks, but yeah. She's also in that. Mm-hmm. She was also in Scooby-Doo. Where are you? Exactly. <laughs> um, I love, though, how all the kids were like, did you bring Auntie Nat? Auntie Nat? Yeah, that was really cute. Because of course she would know. I love when they're driving to like escape the town and he's just like, I was thinking about tearing down the dining room. She's like, yeah, you guys always eat in the kitchen anyways. <laughs> yeah. Who needs a dining room? Um, and on that note, for those of you who are Clintasha shippers, what was going on <laughs> with Natasha and Bruce? That was so weird. Okay, I don't have a problem with it in concept. What bugged me was like how it just came out of nowhere and then yes. all of a sudden they're running off together forever. I know. That's what bothered me is like it came out of nowhere. Like if like the flirting at the party and if the, that had just had a little bit of slow build up to be resolved in another movie, I would have been a-okay. Exactly. But it just came out of nowhere and all of a sudden they're like making out and I'm like, what? What? <laughs> how did that happen? And then when she was asking Nick Fury like if he knew what was going to happen when she sent her to go get him and all this stuff, I was just like, are you kidding me? Uh, Especially when we know that she and Jeremy Renner shipped Clintasha until like a year ago. Well, they probably were like, you can't ship them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in my movie theater, when Samuel L. Jackson came out of the barn, mm-hmm. everyone was, like, freaking out. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, guys, you know he's not dead. Why are we freaking out? <laughs> um, I kind of, I know that technically he's dead, except for on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I kind of wanted Coulson to be in it. Did you see Joss Whedon's interview? No. He said uh, he was going on about how he doesn't like like Agents of Shield and stuff, and in his mind, Coulson's still dead. That's probably why he's not doing any more movies. He probably fired his butt for doing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird because his brother does Agents of Shield. Oh yeah, whatever. Maybe he's got like some sort of jealousy thing going on. He's like, well, because since he's actually alive now, then his death in the first one doesn't have any emotional impact. I'm like, no, it still kind of does, dude. Yeah, it does. Plus, even within the movie itself, you had a feeling something was going on with Fury lying about, like, the cards and everything. Yeah. Um, so, I just got a Blu-ray player. I'm really behind on the times. I literally just got one. Oh, cute. <laughs> and so, I was watching Avengers the other night to try and, like, refresh my memory, and I got to finally watch the blooper reel. You hadn't seen it yet? No. <gasps> oh, you missed out. <laughs> so every time I like we're talking about Coulson, he's like, "Oh, you gotta do it again." I keep falling weird. <laughs> and then like when Kobe's mom is like, "Coulson," <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's only on the Blu-ray. It's not on the DVD. It's also on YouTube. I think I just never even thought about <laughs> looking for it on YouTube. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so I was like playing with all the all the special features when I was watching it. Yeah. This is coming from the person who first got a smartphone in 2012, so... You're so cute. <laughs> I think I was one of the last kids in high school to get a DVD player, too. <laughs> um, 
So what else should we talk about? There's so many things here. I just I enjoyed <laughs> seeing Captain America and Iron Man fight. Yeah, that was interesting. That was the beginning of kind of what's coming up next. Mm-hmm. I feel like the movie itself didn't necessarily set up for civil war, but you no. can sign to see the ways of thinking within each character that are going to lead to it. They just need mm-hmm. the one tipping point, which is rumored to be Bucky, but we'll see. Wait, sorry, what about Bucky? He, it's rumored to be the tipping point that Steve wants to protect him because he's his friend, but Tony knows that he killed his parents. Uh, makes sense. Because... There's a whole storyline in the comics where, like, he, Bucky is kind of on trial, and they have to determine if he's a prisoner of war or an enemy combatant. Well, it, it also, I mean, I was reading something online today about how, like, when, sorry, I'm being really not eloquent today. <laughs> um, when Falcon and Captain America were talking about the party, they're talking about a missing persons, and they're like, they're probably talking about Bucky. Well, yeah. I was like, oh, Bucky. The second they were talking about it on screen, I was kind of internally like, Bucky. So, also, guys, I told Christina that I sat next to the equivalent of her at my showing. Who <laughs> literally, like, every time something happens, she's like, <gasps> I do that internally, though. <laughs> I don't do that in the theater. And then, like, Tony Stark said something about till the end of the line, like, just in normal conversation. And the girl next to me goes, Oh, Bucky! I did enjoy, though, how everyone kept making fun of Cap for going language. Yeah, that was funny. Because, you know, that someone went and counted, and actually the character in all of Marvel who's cursed the most is Steve. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I love Steve. I love that he's like, Finally, like, up at the times. I think that's fun. I, I do, too. I like it. <laughs> I do feel, though, that the Russo brothers have a much better grasp on his character than Joss Whedon does. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell there's a big difference between him in the Avengers movies and him in his own standalone films. Mm-hmm. You could even see it pop up a little bit when he had a scene with, like, Anthony Mackie. Like, the way, he, like, Chris Evans kind of naturally plays Cap was a little different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Chris Evans' as Cap. He's so perfect. So, I think, like, as I was watching this, I just started loving the Avengers more and more. Because all of them are, like, so fun. And I think all of them love to do it so much that it makes them better actors because of it, you know? Okay, here's the thing. I love all the characters, and it was great acting through the whole movie and everything. I just think the story was weak. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of like, we need to do an Avengers movie, and we want to put all these people in it, and they're all great and awesome, so let's just, like, kind of slap a story together to, until we can get to Civil War. Yeah, the story was kind of strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think so, too. My brother-in-law was like, what? I don't get it. And I was, like, trying to answer questions for him, mm-hmm. but I was like, I don't know. I'm like, I can ask Christina for you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think you're right because most of the time I was just like having fun watching them and not really paying attention to all the underlying things that were happening. It's like the episode of a TV show before the season finale that you need to like link things together, but isn't really all that fun. Yeah, I agree. 
Well, that's what that was. What did you think about all their different visions, though? Um, see, the thing is, for me, because I don't know much about the comics, they didn't really make sense to me. I felt like they didn't have the emotional impact they needed. I think some of them did and some of them didn't. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that Natasha's did. Like, I knew that that was, I think because you told me. <laughs> it was the Black Widow Academy and everything, and that was interesting. I liked hers. And then I thought Iron Man's was like, okay, I understand why he has that. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, the one with Cap and, and Thor, I was just saying, like, what? The one with Thor just got so distracted because of Idris Elba. I was like, why is he in the Matrix? <laughs> it totally reminded me of the second Matrix movie. Well, okay. So I can explain this one, actually. So okay. it's linking to the next Thor movie, which is Thor Ragnarok, which mm-hmm. is the Viking legend of the apocalypse. Uh, so that's why he's kind of having visions talking about, like, bringing about the end of the world and stuff. Oh, uh, okay. I do think one thing that's interesting, though, is, like, all of them after their visions are kind of, like have lost it and are freaking out and stuff except cap to a certain extent because i feel like at this point of all the characters steve is the one who has the best grasp of who he is like as a person so he hasn't doesn't have these like deep emotions that he's hiding from himself he already knows who he is right so that's why there isn't really anything she could show him that would be a surprise it's just like yeah he knows that he regrets missing out on that and he can still move on yeah, I agree. Um, I also <laughs> I also enjoyed when she tried to do it to Clint, and he was like, uh-uh, I've done the mind control thing. <laughs> Not doing it again. Yeah. And then, like, when he got knocked over and he's, like, writhing in pain, he's like, yeah, you better run. <laughs> <laughs> there, I have to say, there were a lot more funny moments in this one than there have been in the past Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of times we were, like, my whole theater was laughing at something, you know? Mm-hmm. And I like that. It makes it a little bit more fun. My theater hardly laughed. Okay. Yeah. I would, like, laugh at something and then I'd look at my friends and they're not laughing and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just because I'm, like, a giggly person and they're not. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the new Avengers. At the end of the film. Which I kind of enjoy, even though there were a bunch of my people, bunch of people in my theater who, I guess, haven't seen the Winter Soldier and just had no idea who Falcon was. Uh, They're like, wasn't he the dude from the party? I'm like, he's Falcon. <laughs> yeah. I like that his costume, though, matches the comics a little more. Yeah, it was cool. Um, And I like this. <laughs> the thing that I was like, what the heck? was when the Scarlet Witch came out, and I'm like, so she changed her hair color, and yeah. <laughs> I'm like, she's, like, blonde now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was weird to me. <laughs> and I've never seen Iron Man 3, but I was saying to Christina, I really want to now, because I love Don Cheadle. <laughs> he was awesome. He's hilarious. He's actually not in Iron Man 3 a whole lot. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought that's where they come up with the whole, like, suit thing, his suit. No, that's Iron Man 2. Oh, then maybe I didn't see that one either. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe I haven't. In Iron Man 3, um, he has the suit and he's like Iron Patriot and stuff. He's not War Machine because they're trying to brand him. 
Which one was the one with uh, Mickey Rourke? Mickey Rourke was in Iron Man? Was, isn't that his name? Oh, yeah. That was two. Then I did see two. I completely wiped him from my memory. Yeah, he was stupid. <laughs> I'm like, am I, am, I, am I saying the wrong name? Um, I'm not a... I love Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. I'm not a big fan of the Iron Man movies. Oh my god, I can't stand them. <laughs> I didn't want to say that because I know you love your Marvel. But the Iron Man movies are literally the ones that I don't even remember seeing. Like, I remember watching the first Iron Man with you when we were in college, and I was like, this is so stupid. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not going to say anything because she seems really excited about this, but I don't know if I can sit through this. <laughs> I watched them, like, the one time in the theater, just, like, so I had the continuity for the universe and stuff, but the Iron Man movies aren't ones I go back and watch over and over. I think it's unfortunate that it seems like this right now, but I feel like the Captain America movies are bigger and more important than the Avenger movie. I I think so, but I think also it's because during the Captain America movie is when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. came out or was airing, and I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. does a lot for the sh- movies. I think also because the last Captain America movie was a big game changer for the like Marvel Universe as a whole with S.H.I.E.L.D. getting destroyed. Right. Right. Like, this was interesting. Nothing about it was a real game changer for the universe. Yeah, because, like, first Avenger, the first uh, Iron Man movie was sort of like, okay, like, okay, that's fine. Let's set up the story. But the second one was like, whoa, mm-hmm. this is what's happening. Like, even as all these people are going off their separate ways and stuff, you know that they're all in the next Captain America movie. So it's kind of like, you're not losing yeah. anyone. And with Thor, the Thor movies, as much as I like them, I feel like because Thor is as Guardian, he just sort of like had, I mean, no pun intended, he's in his own little world, and he doesn't even come across the other Avengers at all. It was interesting, though, for once to see him without Loki. Chris Hemsworth was talking in an interview about how it was a challenge for him to kind of do it without Tom Hiddleston because he's so used to the two of them being like their support system. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I laughed pretty hard when I was watching the first one. He's like, I don't care how you speak. He is an Asgard. He is my brother. <laughs> She's like, he killed 80 people in three days. Well, he's adopted. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I do love Loki. Mm-hmm. I remember I was really excited when they had um, Chris Evans in the last Thor movie. I don't think you were as excited as Chris Evans, though. I know, right? He was, like, skipping. Have you seen the video of Tom Hiddleston doing Captain America? Mm-mm. Because what they did is they shot the whole thing with Tom Hiddleston, and Tom Hiddleston was, like, in the um, Cap costume and everything. Like, mm-hmm. imitating Chris Evans, and then Chris Evans reshot it, imitating Tom Hiddleston, imitating him. Nice. Hold on, I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> Keep going. But, uh, yeah, so that's how they kind of got Cap acting like Loki, acting like Cap. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think... Oh, I see it. <laughs> I won't watch it because for recording. Mm-hmm. But anyway. But um, Tom Hiddleston has a great Chris Evans voice. Nice. 
Um, yeah, so that was, you have anything else to say about it? Um, just that. Okay, so technically Ant-Man is the final movie of Phase 2. And then the first movie of Phase 3 will be Civil War, which they have just started shooting the other day. Oh, okay. In Georgia. When does that come out? I know next year, but when next year? A couple weeks before Batman versus Superman. That means nothing. I'm looking it up. Because they were supposed to come out on the same day and then... DC gave in because they're scared. Oh, yeah. We had the Batman vs. Superman trailer. Oh, we didn't have that at all. Yeah. People were, like, booing. <laughs> <laughs> when they showed um, Ben Affleck, people booed. I haven't seen the trailer at all. I've been, oh, really? I've been like, avoiding it. Um, It comes out May 6th. Oh, cool. Oh, that's so, another um, reference in the movie that you may have heard. They referenced a place called, w- I can't even say it, Wakanda. Yeah. And that is the homeland of Black Panther, who will be introduced in Civil War. Civil War. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to explain to my brother-in-law when I was driving him home last night. I was like, so this is basically just a setup for Civil War, which is basically just going to be uh, Avengers 2.5. <laughs> Pretty much. And he was like, what? I'm like, never mind, just just go see the movie. <laughs> should we get into our secondary discussion? Sure. I think you should take this, Christina. You take the lead on this one. Okay. Well, our, Since this is your baby. My baby. Our secondary discussion is the ship bracket. Woo! Woohoo! So, big thank you to all the fandoms who participated that was amazing. It, it was way bigger than I ever thought it was going to be. I know. I was so impressed. Good job, Christina. Thank you. And thank you guys, like the thousands of you that voted. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who have never listened to the podcast before and have downloaded it just to have this one moment that we're going to stall. <laughs> like we're on an episode of American Idol. <laughs> Yeah, we're just going to have a really long pause. And then we'll throw it to a commercial break and everybody will be like, boo. Then we're going to have a musical performance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, okay, before we get into this, though, we have a disclaimer for you guys. Um, there was a little bit of a problem with the voting. Is that what, is that what you would call it? Um, there was some sort of issue. We don't even know what the specific issue was. I just received the notification of it from Poll Daddy, and the poll got locked automatically for a short time period after they, like, detected it or something. Right. So when they released it so that I could, like, check the stats again and stuff, I kind of paused, like, hit pause on the polling so that I could get a handle on it, and then everything kind of just went out of control. Yeah, so for those of you who participated in that, um, just so you guys know, this is not, I mean, we read every single comment, unlike other websites that probably don't. We're reading them all, and we, as, you know, third party, the, you know, mediators of the entire thing, we won't allow you guys to bash other fandoms. That's not cool. I mean, we all have our own things that we like, and that's fine. Mm Mm-hmm. So, please don't do that, if you can help it. <laughs> um, Good-natured ribbing be, is fine, but accusations yeah. of other things are not. Yeah, and we want it to be, like, a fun place where people can, like, you know, like, 
have their discussions and arguments about it, but not be like, screw you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My fandom is better than yours because for all of us, we all love our fandoms. So e- e- there's no way of knowing whether your fandom is better than one somebody else's. And everybody has that one baby fandom that they love that will never have power and being reminded of that is not helpful. <laughs> she speaks from experience, you guys. <laughs> I thought it was really cute, though, in the first round where I was seeing some comments people were leaving on Tumblr like, oh my god, my ship is on a bracket. We never make it on a bracket. This is so awesome. Like, Even though they didn't win, they were just happy. I know, right? I think it's funny because the, the poll it obviously is now over. And I'm still getting Tumblr notifications of, like, second round of shipwreck. I know. Like, oh, no, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. It's still cute. Um, I know. So go ahead, Christina. So for our final ship winner in the championship, it was Swan Queen versus the Cabbie. And I am shocked to say that the final total was a difference of one vote. That's amazing. <laughs> it was a, I'm super impressed. It was a bigger gap when I checked it in the morning. And then there was kind of a surge in votes from both sides. And I was just watching. Because they had it set to end automatically at three. So I didn't need to close it or anything. And then it closed. And it was like, holy moly. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, would you like to announce who, it's, who the winner is? So, I, the first the champion of the ALNM podcast ship <laughs> bracket is... Thank you. <laughs> it's Gabby from Sleepy Hollow. Yay! You guys started off a little slow in the bracket, but by the last three rounds, you were going strong. I was really surprised. I did not know that that was such a huge ship. I saw the big uptick in, like, the um, Elite 8 round with mm-hmm. people reposting about it a lot on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. And I think, I'm pretty sure that's where the votes came from. But it was just kind of fun seeing people realize, like, oh, my God, this is a thing. Vote. <laughs> well, also, I would like to point out to you guys that we did not rig it in any way because our fan- our um, ships were out by, like, the second round. <laughs> One, like, all my ships were out by the second round. Okay, one of my favorite ships got knocked out in the first round. So did mine. <laughs> like, three of my favorite ships got knocked out in the first round. I'm not sure if any of mine made it past the Sweet 16. I think my last my last one standing was the Charmins. I'm looking up the furthest I made it. Or was it clean? I don't know. One of the two. See, The furthest I made it was the Sweet 16. Ah. Which Stucky. is also where Clayne made it. Stucky and, let's see, Clintasha, Merther, Andros, Gontero. See, all of mine see, got yours... shot down in Sweet 16, dude. Yeah, but yours made it further than mine did. True. Um, so anyway, thank you guys for voting. That was super fun. And we are definitely going to do another participation thing soon. Very soon. Because we love hearing um, from you guys. So we're thinking, because the Tony Awards are coming up, we might be doing a fandom Tony Awards. Similar to our Fandom Academy Awards, which was also yeah. a success, I think. Yeah, so we I kinda told Christina that I can't I wanna do it for all the big award shows. Emmys, um, Tony's and Academy Awards. We have fun. I guess th- to the, to us those are the big award shows. <laughs> <laughs> there are others. Um, yeah. 
That's yay. We should that do one that's friend. ridiculous, like the MTV Awards. I mean, we could do that. Just like fandom awards, mm-hmm. like best yeah. kiss. <laughs> what one best kiss is that? I don't remember. I was just upset that Captain America did not win best fight. Who won best fight? And I, I, I'm completely missed it in the podcast. Not podcast. Broadcast. Good. <laughs> All right. So should we get to our episode MVP? Sure. All right. So our epi- we have two episode MVPs this, this episode. Because one of them can't live without the other. Oh my god, don't say <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> our episode MVPs are Aaron Taylor Johnson and Elizabeth Olsen, a.k.a. Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. I see and him and I still think John Lennon and it's hard. See, to me it's funny because I literally just watched Godzilla. And I know, I'm right? Me too. husband and wife in Godzilla. <laughs> me too. And it's crazy that she's the younger sibling of the Olsen twins. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? But then I'm like, they're like almost 30 now. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, they were awesome. I did not, like I said, I didn't know anything about the Maximovs. And they were great, even though their accents were kind of stupid. But <laughs> they, they were kind of amusing to me. Yeah, they were so bad that they were like hilarious. But it was like good because they came from a made-up country, so they could just kind of make up their own accent. Where are they from? Sokovia. Uh, I mean, it sounds like it's somewhere in the in, around Russia. <laughs> it's it's like somewhere in the Eastern Bloc. Yeah. Um. But yay, Aaron Taylor Johnson was with Olsen. You guys were awesome. And oh my god, Aaron Taylor Johnson, come back. Um, that was the one point during the movie where my entire theater, when they panned over and you saw him like all bloody, everybody's just like. <gasps> I know! I was not expecting that at all. The way they were building up, even though I knew he wasn't going to, I'm like, are they going to kill Hawkeye? Like, what's happening here? He's having, like, the emotional moment with his wife and, like, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to, but Mm -hmm. for a second I was like, oh my god, is Jeremy Renner, like, not going to do it anymore? (laughs) Because that would be the only reason that they do that. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, I think that Jeremy Renner has too much fun with it. Um, He's so busy, though. Like, that's something that worries me. He's got, like, that one, and, um, is he doing Mission Impossible? Yeah, and he's the new born. And he's born, yeah. I know, that's crazy. That's a lot. Yep. But, you know, Jennifer Lawrence did it. Mm-hmm. So, congratulations to Aaron and Elizabeth. Yay. Welcome to the Marvel family. You guys are awesome. I love I love seeing their powers. It's really cool. Because I, I wasn't sure what the Scarlet Witch's powers were. Mm-hmm. And I really like them. I think they're really cool. Mm-hmm. I like the way they visualized it. Yeah. That, like, she was red and he was, like, blue. I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> it must have been hard for Elizabeth Olsen, though, just kind of stand there and, like, wave her hands around. Well, yeah, he didn't do anything. He just, like, disappears. <laughs> I'm sure they do something to make it, like, so she thinks that she's doing something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, ship moments, Christina. Mm-hmm. Would you like to go first? My ship moment was, so, you haven't caught up yet, but on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, have you seen Ward lately? Um, I think I'm on that episode when he comes back. So, he's kind of working with, like, Coulson again and stuff. He's not, like, in the fold or anything. But he's kind of giving a rundown of what they're going to do on this mission. And 
it's it's like the old gang back together. So like Coulson's having Ward go through the explanation, and um, May Fitzsimmons and Sky are all just like staring at him. And I swear, Mingna if looks could kill. <laughs> and like he gives this like impassioned speech about how they need to work together and all this kind of stuff. And Sky's just like. I'm still happy I shot you. And Fitzsimmons are kind of nodding enthusiastically. And Ming-Na is just like, should have been in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did she say that? Yeah, she's like, it should have been in the face. And then Sky's nice. just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> he does deserve that. It was the sure. best. That's awesome. And then Coulson. I like how yeah. like, your shit moment is something like negative. <laughs> I know, but it was so awesome. Like They just panned over the first time to show her face. And it was just like, oh my god. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so for me, my shit moment was the last moments of Meredith. Meredith and Derek. Which is now Meredith. <laughs> oh my god. You're terrible. <laughs> you have problems. You seriously have problems. <laughs> I can do that when it's not something I ship. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Now I don't feel bad about saying Stucky's never going to happen. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, so there's this part. If, obviously, if you guys don't watch it, you don't know. So he's in, he's hooked up to all the machines and they're unplugging, like turning off the machines, unplugging and taking him off life support. And just before they unplug the last thing, Meredith says, wait, just wait a second. And she looks at him and goes, Derek, Derek, can you hear me? Can you hear me? And she just, like, tries one more time to try and, like, see if he'll wake up. And I thought that was really sad. And I don't even care that much about the show, and I cried. Oh, sad. I know. Well, because, you know, like, well, at the time she didn't know she was pregnant, but they have two kids Mm -hmm. already. And it was really sad. The daughter, who's supposed to be, like, seven, Mm -hmm. I think now, she was like, Mommy, where's Daddy? (gasps) Oh. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, that was really sad. But, yeah, so that was my ship moment. There, there. We don't have very happy ship moments this week, do we? Yours was funny, at least. <laughs> Mine is just sad. <laughs> um, so, as always, you can follow us on Twitter. Um, our handle is a little nerd, er, no, it's not. Our <laughs> handle is ALNM Podcast. I am at A-L-N-M Kelly Lee, and Christina is at A-L-N-M Christina, but she's never on it, but you can tweet at her. Yep, and I will see. And we are also on Tumblr at A-L-N-M Kelly is at X-O-X-O Kelly Lee.tumblr.com, and I am at callmechristinae.tumblr.com. You can like us on Facebook by searching for A Little Nerd Music Podcast and liking us and inviting your friends to like us. Yeah, we got a lot of new likes with the ship bracket. Yay! I'm sorry, <laughs> Yahoo just um, posted an article saying that it's been narrowed down to the final two for Spider-Man. Who are the final two? I'm reading through. Well, it's Asa Butterfield, and who's the other one? This article is not helping. Tom Holland. Oh, I know that name. I don't know because I don't know him, and he looks like he's 12. I do not like this. <laughs> I do not like. <laughs> Um, uh, let's see. Where is it? Oh my gosh, what do I know him from? Oh, he's on, he was Billy Elliot on Broadway. Oh, okay. Oh. 
I'm like, I know I've heard that name before. I know I have. Um, yeah, he's from Broadway. Ooh, he's from a really cool-sounding place. He's from Kingston upon Thames, United Kingdom. Wow. <laughs> fancy. Fancy, fancy. And he's only 18 years old. <laughs> anyway, um, back to it. Yes. It's your turn to talk about iTunes. Where you can download us and get the newest episodes right as they're posted. If you subscribe, it comes up right away. Mm-hmm. Um... You can email us at alnmpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and we will, we will definitely respond to you guys if you email us about anything, anything you want. Mm-hmm. Even if you just want to have a little chat. Yep. That's true. <laughs> and you can also check us out on Instagram at alnmpodcast. If we ever get around to posting on it. Um, uh, if Instagram would make a more user-friendly interface, I'd be all for it. Seriously. Seriously. Um, you can go to our website, which is where we really do all our stuff now, mm-hmm. which is alnmpodcast.com, and it's awesome. <laughs> Thanks to Christina. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and you can comment on there and we can also respond to your comments there yay yay so join us for the next episode it'll be our 30th episode (gasps) what 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 and it will be an ode to the greatest movie franchise of all time Mm -hmm. we're not going to tell you what it is but you can guess (laughs) and uh, we're also going to have a little special surprise for that episode Yay! Yay! Surprises! <laughs> I love surprises. Um, so, join us for our 30th episode, and thank you all for tuning in today to listen to us. And we'll talk to y'all very soon. Bye! Bye!